0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Shups and Preds podcast. Uh, This week, we'll be reviewing week four in the CFL while looking forward to week five, which is already underway as we record. Um, Calgary has a lead on the Elks uh, just before halftime, so you will get a few updates from that game as we go. Um, But this week, it's going to be myself, John, as well as Tyler and Peter. Say hello, boys. What's up?
1: Yeah, we're here this to was, we're here to carry the pod.
0: This week, uh, you know, holiday weekend, so all of us were out and about doing stuff a lot. Uh, we all made time for the games when we could, but um, yeah, we're just going to try and not make total fools of ourselves uh, by missing two bigs of swaths of information from this past week. Does that sound about right, guys? That sounds about yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, how did everybody enjoy your holiday weekend? very relaxing indeed
1: not relaxing for me in the slightest i had i had to move from out of boston in my apartment and it was not really a fun weekend to be honest
0: oh yeah so are you in new jersey now
1: yeah someone could someone could hate my preds and come find me and kill me so i'm in a state that's not massachusetts anymore gotta stay incognito (laughs)
0: dude that That is true we know that our fan base is often
1: rabid volatile i don't want some winnipeg showing up fan showing up at my door all right well let's get into it as we usually do
0: we'll talk first game of week four which was bc finally heading on the road to ottawa uh the lions got the victory 34-31 for me Big story of this game is it was the first real bit of adversity that B.C. had been handed all year. They'd whooped up on Edmonton, whooped up on Toronto, uh, and now um, they were looking at actually having somebody give them a run for their money, and they won. And particularly, I want to hone in on a segment of the game, which was right at the beginning of the third quarter. Um, Nathan Rourke threw interceptions on back-to-back possessions. And Ottawa mm-hmm. went on to take a 20 to 14 lead. Um, this is the first time the, uh, that the Lions have been down by any, you know, in the second half all season. Um, down in a down in a game all season? Question that, mark. Uh, that I believe that is also the case. So, but definitely down in the second half. Um, and Nathan Rourke responded by going 10 of 11 for 208 yards and a touchdown to finish the game. And lead the Lions to victory.
1: Some have said that's pretty good.
0: Absolutely cold-blooded. And, you know, it's been awesome to see him just absolutely romp on teams uh, when it wasn't the Elks. Um, And it's been great to see this BC Lions offense uh, be super explosive and super efficient. But to see him come back from a spot of adversity, lead his team from behind in the second half, uh, and get his first or get their first road win of the season that for me um was a super uh, was a real confidence booster um i know otto was winless but i think i would argue that they're a good team mm-hmm. uh, they have the t- have definitely had the toughest schedule in the league so far um and they've been competitive in all their games so a super nice win for the lions uh do you guys have anything to say
1: i have as this-, for this game I did, predict this game was going to test the Lions. You did? I, I did say that. And I think that, eh, I'm interested in the sort of home road splits of BC. Um, first time on the road as well, but then they get to go back home again this week. And I feel more confident with them at home. I think the, the turnovers definitely affected the, the score. I mean, just looking at the raw numbers, you wouldn't have thought that Ottawa put up 31 points. Um, uh also no. this this week in a in a what's back this week or last week scoring every team scored at least 20 points last week that's exciting it was great we like that high scoring cfl games and this this one kicked it off you know we love we love points we're here for scoring it's good for I, fantasy it's good this game is this is a great, great this game this is a great game absolutely yeah. um and yeah, to your point, I think this is more of a case of Ottawa being pretty good than BC. Ottawa is a good team. Like, than BC we'll not, get... not being legit. I think it's more of a case that Ottawa yeah. is just on the cusp. I think. Uh, we'll,
0: we'll get into the yeah. S show that is the Eastern Division. Oh. But you mean the shit? Is... You mean the shit show? This is a non-swearing pod. Everybody knows this.
2: Uh, but yeah, non-blaspheming
0: pod. We we're allowed to swear. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm looking at the game behind me. That is true. non blaspheming, but Nick Arbuckle also just threw an interception uh, with about a minute to go in the first half. So that's unfortunate. Um, Any other – Pete, what do you think about this game? I mean, I would just like to
2: point out that Nathan Mork was the leading rusher for the BC Lions. Well, he
0: did have one big 50-yard touchdown
1: run and then added 87 total. We we also got to shout out uh, James James Butler, you know, concussion, and then gets – you know, touches the ball – 19 carries and five catches you know that's that's put in that, that's put in the work you know probably he, not God. safe BC. yeah well clearly Beeson's clearly he die. was he clearly he might have been not that bad they took precautions yeah. and he i'm sure they have the concussion <laughs> protocol <laughs> in the cfl I but, <laughs> I just, but it, hey like that's i think that from a from a player coach relationship that's good that the i think i think the lock i think i think you have a ha- really happy locker room in bc right now I don't think I don't I don't I don't know if they I mean, of course, you go into the seasons that, you know, wanting to win it all and win every game you play in. But I think they're as a team, uh, you know, pleasantly surprised with how the season has started. Um, Oh,
0: geez. I would say, yeah, pleasantly surprised to be an understanding. I mean, I and in the absence. Can we talk about Keon Hatcher for a minute? That's what I was just about to say, 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 dude. That's so awesome. In the absence of Brian Burnham. Does not matter. Dude, Keon Hatcher, seven receptions on seven targets for 166 yards and a touchdown. Yeah.
1: That's he, solid. Yeah, when Lucky Whitehead is your is your fourth leading receiver, you're Seriously. in a good you're in a good place.
2: Uh, yeah. Dude, uh, the uh, last thing I'll say is just BC's got the dogs. They want they want to win. They love winning. They love being the team that's beating down and scoring on teams
1: and that O line is good they they're gave good up, man they, they know, gave, awesome. O-line is good. only gave up one sack this game it's it's fantastic
2: i think this was a game in previous tim Bo- tim boner got
1: two sacks That's this is a game in go.
2: previous seasons that the bc lines absolutely would have lost
1: they lost yeah. these games
2: last year absolutely and so- it is so very fun to see them with a rookie quarterback no, they're solid and, and as, as we said on, at the man. end of
0: last week um they did their part in this victory and of course as we know winnipeg did their part against toronto so I don't we know get if, the undefeated I don't know if winnipeg did their part hey they got the dub Bor- uh,
1: Bor- boris Beattie did his part moving
0: on moving on we're going to talk about edmonton getting their first win of the season Woo-hoo! on canada day they come from behind and defeat the O and love, Hamilton com- love coming from behind by it's a good. score of, tw- oh my goodness, <laughs> by a score of 29 <laughs> to 25. Um, I, I mean, you know, it was a win. I don't, I, there's, it doesn't have to be impressive. Uh, a win's a win. The story for me in this one is the Tiger Cats are, I've used this joke before, but I'll rehash it. They're like a bakery. Of course they're named Tim Horton's Field. They play at Tim Horton's Field because they just serve turnovers all day. Oof. Oh, that was a good one.
1: Anyway, they've got the
0: worst turnover ratio in the league at minus eight. They've got 15 total turnovers. Uh, it's atrocious. It's atrocious. The game uh, ceiling score for Edmonton was off a fumble return touchdown. Um, Dane Evans also threw uh, two interceptions, uh, which is not good. Now, to Dane Evans, to, like, not his credit, but definitely to defend him a little bit, he's had an unreal amount of interceptions that have gone through his receivers' Bad. hands. I, mean, I think it's six, five or six Bad. at this point that have been tipped, um, which stinks. That's not good. Um, but Hamilton, that's the story. I mean, for a team that's gone to back-to-back gray cups, they just keep turning the ball over and shooting themselves in the foot. And at the end of this game, like, I'm That's sure you guys saw this. Like, was Dane so bad. Evans so bad. Looked fun like ball. he was, like, in a nightmare. Like, head on his hands, and as if he was just couldn't actually believe what was happening. Um, I I can understand how it feels that way. I mean, they're staring down 0 and 4. They just got beat by what many believe to be the worst team in the league um, in
1: Edmonton. Um, so, yeah. Did anyone, I, I, did anyone need a bye week more than Hamilton? I don't think so. No. No,
0: no. certainly not. But, like, because that's the thing. Like, I don't think anybody had any real expectations. These are just two bad teams, but dealing with a whole different bunch of expectations. Like, anything the Elks do, short of getting blown out, I think is going to be considered a victory this year. Are
1: you, you see, Are you officially on the Trey Ford bandwagon?
0: Well, unfortunately for Mr. Ford... Uh, I was. He made a great play to start the game, but he's already been injured and in a sling at the beginning of this Calgary game. So, uh, yeah, we're back to the or back on the Arbuckle train. Um, yeah, but, like, that's the thing. Ford's exciting, and he can run, and that's great. But, like, I don't think 15 for 26 for 159 yards. Um, but he managed a, the game. He, he didn't make he, the big mistake. He did have an – yeah. No, exactly. Like, he definitely adds an element. Um, to the offense that Arbuckle doesn't with his mobility, which is great and exciting. Uh, unfortunately, looks like he's now hurt, so hopefully that's not too serious. But yeah, that's all I got to say is Hamilton uh, is living a nightmare right now.
1: Yeah, and I mean... It's so sad, man. Th- it's not so much, much talent. Duty.
2: They've got so much talent despite the quarterback. Um, I think they... I mean, Dane's... Dane needs... a. A little bit more time to be fair to him yeah, and all of fact. his and all of his mistakes i think the o-line and i think it's evident in their run game the o-line is hampering the entire team quite a bit and so yeah i not, think yeah i think swiss, if, swiss cheese, not, man
0: swiss cheese
2: yeah it's not like i you know they're gonna be able to address every issue on the o-line in the middle of the season but um dane's got to get some time we see he we he's I mean, he could have regressed, but we've seen him compete against the likes of good Jeremiah team. He's a Masola. good player, right? We've seen him, yeah. We've seen him compete against the be- one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So, it's it's just it is. I think it's a bit shocking to see them in this position.
1: I I think yeah. uh, I think this is BC to me in reverse. What I said about the locker rooms, the locker room in BC is like, well, you know, people were saying we didn't invest enough in the O line. We just got skill players, you know, that were we. They don't like the strategy we took and they kind of took that to heart and now they're you know just bowling over teams with their offense hamilton is like kind of got this idea that you know this is kind of our our right now to be you know kind of have expectations going to season that we're going to perform well so so for them to lose all these close games particularly this one and the you know they could they could just as easily be two and two um yeah which which is the which is just the attitude this is the attitude they have to have or they can't get despondent because because the East is so weak, they're st- and, that, and, and that is the silver lining for them. You know, if they would come back and win a game, yeah. <laughs> they're right well, back like, in it. Can, can you believe – no, it's true. Like, you can't bury
0: any any Eastern team just because every one of them has started off the season so poorly. But, like, if I had told you at the beginning of the season that Hamilton, four weeks in, would be last in the CFL in average yards per play. Bad. I would say You no would way. have thought I was crazy with their receiving core – I would have told you, and, no, that's going to be the Elks. And you would have, which they're second to last, so you would have almost been right. <laughs> but no, that's crazy, right? You would never have believed Braylon Addison.
1: Br- Braylon Addison has done jack.
2: Stop it, dude.
0: Stop. No, but like, Hamilton, you know, is uh, seventh in net offense. Only two behind them are Edmonton, of course, and then Winnipeg, who doesn't have to actually play offense, and they'll just win anyway. So, yeah, it's crazy. Um, we'll see what. Hamilton has in store after the bye week um, I like I don't I'm just gonna throw this out there Matthew Schultz mm-hmm. do we see him getting some looks uh, at some point in this season um, um, just, just something I, to think about
2: well I think I, I, and it, it's starting to, I think, become more and more realistic as um, Bo Levi continues just to play well. Yeah. Like, I think Jake Mayer is going to be itching for a starting job because, as Tyler yeah. likes to point out, and to fair credit, Jake Mayer is a player. So I, I'm, I'm intrigued to see if Hamilton goes that route.
1: Especially with Nathan Rourke playing as well as he is right away, dropping mm-hmm. him on, on a team. I don't... They're, these teams that are good enough with this at the skill positions and sort of yeah. you know under underperforming or underachieving and are just a quarterback switch away, I mean I don't know what you can offer midseason, but somebody's going to get hurt on Calgary. I don't know what position, but somebody's going to have to be willing to give up their best player at that position to Calgary to get Jake Mayer. Especially, well, I I mean, that's a,
0: that's not a bad take. I like that. Yeah, I would just I would just say that I think it's going to be um, yeah I don't know I mean I would think the two names that pop out for me in terms of these teams that are really struggling at quarterback right now, which to be fair, Dane Evans is leading the CFL in passing yards, uh, which, which uh, doesn't mean much, but you've got um, you know Vernon Adams who looks like he's now on the outside looking in um, in Montreal, although. Obviously, they've got things way up in the air, so that's subject to change. And then, yeah, Jake Mayer. Um, so, does it like who who sees him? Because, like, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I don't see like Edmonton is not going to make a move for a quarterback. No, they're going to lose anyway.
1: Um, if 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 Saskatchewan continues to to have like have bad, really bad offensive spells, uh, and their but their record now... is. I mean, their record They're, is They good. just dropped 41. I know, but come on. Okay, we'll talk I'm about that. I'm with you. It yeah. wasn't that cool. It was not. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm with you. All right. I think we got yeah. that covered.
0: Yeah. But anyway, let's, uh, let's move on. Tyler, speaking of the Rough Riders, you have a breakdown of the Montreal at Saskatchewan game.
1: Yeah. And what was, he's becoming a trend in Saskatchewan wins, poor offensive first halves. This time they blew up in the third quarter. Typically they've saved it for the fourth quarter. they, They blew up in the third. Again, the defense, you know, it's the same story when they win. It's the defense sort of is the, the driving force. You know, they pick off Trevor Harris twice, you know, didn't let, uh, Montreal run the ball, you know, really held Gino Lewis in check. They're the first team that's done that in a long time. Um, so this is a story of a good Saskatchewan defense at home. I mean, I'll tell you right now, if Saskatchewan can just keep dominating at home yeah. and just pick up a couple road wins and somehow find themselves as the two seed in the West or something, nah, the, i I go on. Yeah, unlikely, but you know, if they can uh, and get a, at least get one home playoff game, you know, they can. They're going to find themselves, I think, back in the in the in the conference finals because they are just tough to beat at home.
2: Yeah, just don't. There's no doubt. Magic and mosaic, baby.
1: Dude. It's just t- uh, I, I got to say, uh, this game, you know, we, we had, it seems to be the, the for some inside information on the pod group chat, it seems to be that every time we say a player is underperforming or doing bad or a team is doing bad and we we, we, we say it at halftime, it seems yes. to be that, that the fortunes for that team or that player seem to flip at halftime, which was, Cody was getting a little dragged in the group chat. Uh, yeah. But he did have a a really good second half. Um, I think the Keon Schaefer Baker is a player. You know, there's just a lot of injuries in that receiving core. It's it's a shame. Um, Jamal Morrow has been a a, a god a, a godsend Ballantype. for this team. He really has been. Um, I think they need to ride him a little bit Absolutely more. Baller. I think he I think he needs. I think he's getting close to needing. Uh, uh, Oh my God. I can't remember his name right now. He needs Kadeem Carey treatment where it's, it's 20 feet, touches again, 20 touches a game feed in the yeah. ball Cause cause he can, he can do it all out of the backfield. So I'd like to see him get involved in the passing game more than had two catches, but yeah, Jamal Morrow to me right now for saying who's, who's scatches MVP to this point. It's, it's Jamal Morrow. Uh, so Jashroon uh, again, Montreal. We can talk about the, it's enough about Sketch. The story here is Montreal. Um, uh, you know, pretty shocked by the firing. I think we Kahari all, jo- yeah, pretty. We all are. Um, I, well, not shocked. No,
0: no, 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 no. Hold up. Like theirs was. This was. You know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Like that was. This was reported on at the beginning. I don't want to say I'm shocked. This was reported on at the beginning of the year. Like Kahari Jones is on the hot seat. If they don't start out well, he's gone. And that came to be. But I guess my thing is like. How, How do you just expect like, a team
2: to do well right out of the gate when you well, have to decide like, who your starting? I mean, this quarterback is like is. I know
0: like a favorable view of things, but it's like, hey, nobody else around them started out well either. Like, yeah, I, I would <laughs> I would argue Montreal is. I think they're the second best team in the East.
1: They're the fourth best, fourth highest scoring office in the CFL right now. I know. Uh, so you, they're yeah. middle. They're middle. They're they they are what they are. Right. Like they they their points yeah. allowed and points scored are about the same. But 104, I think it's 103, 104. So. Yeah. You know they're a push team. You know they're they're fourth in rushing. They're you know their passing game has been terrible. They're one of the, they're one of the last in passing offense. But you know I, I, it's just kind of weird to me that a team that is fourth in points, fourth in scoring, and in fifth in defense has Fireser coach. I mean, it'd be one thing if they were last in scoring or last in defense, yeah. but. They're, they they lost a, a, on Toronto. They should have beaten Toronto again. Field yep. goal field goal stuff. So again, another team that could easily be two and two. I, I, they again. were up
0: like in their first game of the year. Uh, yeah, they could have won. They, they were could were up, have beaten they were Calgary up quite sizably on Calgary. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I yeah. thought they were close in two of their three losses. Um, it's kind of just, it's it just feels ridiculous. It's kind of ridiculous. Grimy, like grimy. It's every, yeah, I, I, there's nothing cool about like you know a coach knowing he's on the hot seat. Things don't go well and it's you, hard yeah, it just seems it's it's it was the same thing i said about uh you know vernon adams when he got pulled a quarter into their game um against toronto when i was like all right like how is somebody going to perform if you're like oh yeah any mistakes by the way and you're gone i, I know we all want to talk about oh, championship mindset performing under pressure but that's like a little bit too unrealistic of pressure um, especially in a sport where you're bringing so many different guys in year over year, and there is going to be stuff you need to figure out at the beginning of season. Also, you
1: you look at their next three games. They're playing against three teams that have a combined one win. Yeah. It uh, give 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 him those three games. Those are those are your you know he, he's he, these losses to Calgary and Saskatchewan to me they, they don't really they're not really indicative they also beat Saskatchewan i mean it's kind of yeah. you know yeah they housed so, them. yeah so it's kind of it's they, they've played good teams it's not indicative yeah. it's not indicative that they're that they're a bad team i i really wish he would have gotten through july through july i think that would have been fair right you you know if he I did, I'm totally
0: with you. Doesn't work to totally July. With you. Then
1: you've got Winnipeg, Winnipeg. You know. Then I understand it's time to make a change before you go into those games. Uh, yeah. But I think any coach who's coming into this is coming into a toxic place. I don't know. Seems like a me, me, me kind of team, and the ownership seems to sort of. Uh, well, it's
0: just it seems like yeah. I mean we're the just pl- like the like players them. on this
1: team are just like kind of I think have this attitude of I'm going to get mine now which because. is
0: what the GM cited like fair fair play the GM was like there's no discipline in this team
1: There isn't no he's discipline. right Gino Lewis been- is uh, Gino Lewis is a leader on this team and, and not in a good way I think
0: yeah, where he's like, ah, if I go off,
1: it's a dub. Yeah, he ch- I don't. Th- I really do think it's extremely off-putting. All of his tweets. I mean, yeah. they're all on social media. Every time they lose, he's tweeting highlight reels of him from self from the game. It's just, it's just weird. bad. It's weird, and it's just in poor taste. When he's not like favoriting like porn tweets and stuff or whatever he's doing. <laughs> he
0: says- I know you brought this up before. <laughs> I know you like to point that out uh it's what he does man it's what he likes uh and definitely something to keep an eye on i know he's dealing with a hip injury now i think he's questionable for the game this week against ottawa but duke williams no receptions on five (sighs) targets buddy um you know i definitely would say uh he's been he's had just an off year this year he only has nine receptions for 159 yards and one touchdown you hate to hear Um, it tough finding his footing um, and that, you know, just speaks to the greater issue of kind of a lack of explosive, which, you know, this is the issue last year. It's is the issue this year. Lack of explosiveness um, within that uh, Rough Rider passing game. You got well, Evans out for the year. You got Duke yeah. struggling. Um, Kyron Moore. Kyron Moore still yet to come back from injury. So,
1: yeah. Can I make a fantasy declaration? Can I, uh, when is Kyron Moore supposed to come back? That I don't know. Okay. Kind of want dibs on him for Shaq Evans. I don't know. We can talk about that later.
0: He, Matt just dropped him, so you can make that move.
1: <sighs> I don't want to if I want to make it right now. I kind of want to wait till he gets back. Anywho,
0: let's move on. Let's talk about the final game of the week. Yeah, let's be we'll be quick about this um, one. Let's talk about the Blue Bombers scraping by scraping in Toronto. Scraping by. I don't
2: think this game could have come at a better time to set up for the BC Winnipeg Week Five matchup because this game goes to prove that no matter how close you think you are if you get down by double digits to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers you're not going to win the game. You can't win no matter what you it do. It does not matter. You could Here's an example. Toronto you could have extra point near the you, end of the game. C- c- That's yeah, really I mean, easy and you know, say the kicker Made a 52 yarder just, at the just, be, it, earlier in the game.
1: Stop this! Just give Toronto their due. Toronto you know, got gotta, Toronto I that, the Buffalo I Wild
0: get, Wings like overtime commercials where they could push buttons. I will. I, I will. Pete's get talking there. about a similar thing.
2: I will. Right. No. I will. I will give Toronto their credit um, in a minute, but I want to touch on the Bombers first because somehow this defense. I bet you. Do. I
1: bet you want to touch on the Bombers.
2: Yeah. This, I mean, it. I, I don't know about you, but like, the more I think about the game, it's just like, dude, screw these guys. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't stand it. Like it's I, lame. I it, they're at first they were fun to root for, and their run last year for the Grey Cup, not not allowing any points in the, the fourth quarter. You know, that's admirable, that cool. admirable and cool. But now it's just not sick because I don't think their offense is any good. It, they,
1: it's a passable offense, but the thing is, if, if it's they don't need have, to be any. They don't need this. to. I
0: was going to save this for later, Pete, but I'll, let me tell you why their offense is okay, and yes. that's I think maybe Hit the only reason. No, this is is that they are tied for the fewest numbers of turnover, fewest number of turnovers this year. They've only turned right. the ball over four times. That may that be was... the only. Important stat to look at for the yeah. Winnipeg Blue Bombers offense. I, th- you know, as, I, think, I think as long really as they point. don't turn the ball over, they're they're going to be in every game. Which and then we saw Zach threw two in the second half.
2: Yep, Odd, like you know Toronto gets back in. Zach threw so one I think in that, the second half. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um, yeah, but now we can now uh, we can hop over to Toronto. Obviously, uh, NBA, Andrew Andrew NBA. Harris
1: balled out. Oh,
2: dude
0: should have given marshall Ferg- marshall Mar- 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 marshall
1: ferguson Mar- marshall ferguson tweeted that out is that what you're referencing
0: oh well, I, everybody's talking about yeah, it yeah just true. Get, just
1: give him that give him the ball at the no, two yeah, he's yeah. get he's he's getting in
2: i think i think this was a great game for andrew harris it was great second half uh for mbt who won 11 for 12 um yeah. in the second half after making some pretty poor decisions in the first half that uh set the set the argos back um but yeah, I mean, Speedy Andrew, B catch it catch, catch the Speedy season so B, far, yeah, catch, definitely probably. between the leg catch by Speedy B, it's MBT sick. putting it on people in the second half. Uh, I think that second half is what a lot of or what a lot of people, us and other uh, CFL analysts would expect would have expected from Toronto every game, yeah, and consistently both halves. Um, so it was, I mean obviously like they have the, the Toronto has the weapons to get it done their skill yep. players are yep. quick they are electric and i mean you say that about the receivers then you have just a big old dude in andrew harris just getting still it doing done it. still yeah. doing it and so confirmed I, not lost.
1: toronto turned it over 5 times and they only <sighs> lost by, and only lost and only lost that's, by a, a that's point that's the
2: first the first note i said i have is how does winnipeg not win by more like they they were gifted a four, 30 point win in the by giving first half.
1: By, gi- by giving up like four over 400 yards of offense and, yeah. tw- and 26 first downs this is the worst winnipeg defensive game in terms of y- yardage y- yeah they've it, all that to yeah.
0: be fair though they've been bend but don't break all year long that's it's, fair you recall jeremiah massoli was yes. whipping it all over him yeah. passing yards wise um but yeah then nothing nothing they
1: to just come, yeah
2: just I, I don't bars. even i don't know what else to say about this game other than yeah uh, yeah i mean
1: Tur- exactly, i think it's i think it's I think, exactly
2: think... what we expected we expected a winnipeg win in the most clutch crunch time sort of way and it's exactly yeah. what happened shout out boris Beattie. he was he's he's a great kicker i, yeah. I, I feel, yeah. I kick, feel yeah. bad for the dude I he also bad.
1: he also banged a fifty-two. He like kept them in the game. He banged a bunch yeah. of long field goals. So right, it's not it's not yeah. Don't Boar Speedy's three for
0: pro, three on field goals.
1: Probably but the best probably the best I, kicker in the CFL.
0: I will say, <laughs> you just gotta make those. You my gotta man. make that one. You gotta make those. Everything my comes man. full
1: circle though, because
0: the reason they have a win is because Montreal they, missed a twenty-one yarder. So certainly, certainly, exactly certainly. There. So I also think, shout yeah. Speedy B. A big He's game back. for him. He's yeah, back. Although you know, Speedy B, have y'all been seeing this? His name is in the news a bunch. He's just a terror on the sidelines. No, really. Yeah. Ryan Dinwiddie, head coach of the Argonauts, talking about how Speedy B has like little tantrums on the sidelines. I like uh, that. Yelling at people.
1: No, I like why that. do you like that? That's that's lame, dude. Here, here's why I like it. Good receivers have been in the past have been divas. Receivers are Solid divas. Receivers Re- are divas. R- Randy Moss, Terrell Owens. I mean, these are like all-time NFL greats. They just they were divas. And I'm not Boil. P- Ooh, I Boyleau. was a receiver and a diva. Hey. a little bit of a diva. Um, yeah, I mean, I, let listen. They got him in there to bring a winning mentality. The yes, guy want, and the guy wants to win. And I do think, t- I stand, I still, even though they got b- blasted by BC, we we talked about this though. They kind of got shell shocked by BC, and they were forced yeah. to, p- they were forced into passing all game, and it really didn't suit their game plan. They actually have a pretty good. De- I mean, think about it. They turned the ball over five times. Their defense only let up twenty three points. They no, have like, they have a good. Their defense was good again. It was just as yeah. good as it was against, against Montreal. I would say like, uh, at one and two, those two like. One of those losses, whatever you know, take take it or leave okay. it. The the win also kind of like whatever. So basically, like to me, they're like they, they're fine. Like they're to to me, it's less, with with Montreal firing their coach, Hamilton okay. playing bad, Ottawa can't seem to get into the end zone enough. Toronto, Toronto, the best team in the East. They might be
0: no. So and I will reiterate because I think it's proven to be true what I said at the beginning of the season. I think Toronto has the highest floor but the lowest ceiling of all Eastern teams. Yeah. But when everybody else currently is playing more towards their floor, that serves Toronto perfectly. Yeah. So yeah, I think Toronto is in a good position. The East is uh, kind but... of
2: like that uh, Moneyball quote. It's like oh, there's, it there's West teams and then there's <laughs> bad
0: West teams and then there's 50 <laughs> feet of crap and then there's us. <laughs> a good quote. Thank you for that. All right. Does anybody have any final notes on the week that was week four in the CFL?
1: No, Calgary scored again. Let's do the power rankings. Yeah,
0: Calgary yeah. just uh, had a uh, missed field goal return for a touchdown, it looks like.
1: <laughs> oh, you hate to see uh, it. I, would, is, uh, I, uh, I
0: will wrap up my
2: uh, little bit on with the Winnipeg-Toronto game. Just saying, um, you know, despite barely winning, Winnipeg can take some positives uh, and go into their game against BC at 4-0. Still Grey Cup champs, and uh, on the flip end, I think, despite barely losing, Toronto can walk away knowing that they won the second half, and maybe it's a little bit of the Winnipeg effect on these teams in the first half, just want to figure them out, and can't, um... So I, I think yeah. I think both teams walk I, away I, from that game. Looking, I think Winnipeg looking is in tr- up is, towards is, the future.
1: I think Winnipeg is actually going to be in some trouble in some of these repeat matches. I thought Ottawa played them even tighter the second time around. Mm-hmm. I, I I I think teams are going to lose to Winnipeg when they play them the first time, and but I don't think they're as good as they are, were last year. And I think no, second,
0: well that's obvious.
1: I think second go round. I think Winnipeg's going to start to drop some games. It's still, they're still going to listen. They're still one of the best three teams in the CFL by the end of the season. Yeah. I do think that. But I do think that there's going to be some slippage in the second games against some of these Western, better Western teams are where they're going to drop some games. Anyway, that's just some a long-term pred for the season. I right, think we're that's doing a good League
0: point. leaders before we get into Week 5 Preds. Um, Dane Evans leading the league uh, in passing yards uh, with 1,081. Jamal Morrow leading the league in rushing yards, 257. Uh, Gino Lewis leading the league in receiving yards, 359. This is the one I really want to talk about because, again, it's our boy Pete Robertson leading the league in sacks with seven. Uh, against Montreal, he had his third multi-sack game of the season. Four games, and he's had seven sacks. Jeez. That's unbelievable. Oh, that's incredible. That's unbelievable. So that dude's balling out. Um, yeah, needless to say, Uh you don't want to, ha- you don't want to face the uh, Rough Rider uh, pass uh, pass rush. It's tough. Now we won't spend too much on th- time on this one because it's already a blowout, um, and we already had to send this one in early. We all predicted Calgary to beat Edmund. Oh, did we all predict? No, Older.
2: Matt chose Edmonton.
0: Matt <laughs> chose Edmonton. Sorry that Matt is not here to defend himself. John, does
1: that mean you're? Uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's, game's not over, but does that mean that you would you would be out of the basement? At least uh, tied for out of the basement. No, tied I think for, out of yeah. the basement. We're we're tied. It's we're tied. Oh, we can get to the standings later. T. Press, me and you were tied, correct? Correct, and so are Matt and John.
2: Wow. And you, but you went with. Oh, never
0: mind. Never mind. I'll, yeah. I'll, we can get that's to that in a second. Shocking. I didn't know. Oh, that's tough. Um, yeah, so Matt picked Edmonton. It uh, doesn't look good. Obviously, as we noted earlier, uh, you had Trey Ford get hurt. He, j- he made an incredible 46-yard pass. He evaded a tackler, lobbed it down to Kai Loxley. It looks like it was – I was hyped. It was cool. On the very next play, he just got buried on a run. Um, and unfortunately, he looks like he messed up his uh, right arm. Uh, This has kind of been a slop fest. I've got no good notes about this. Um, It's just kind of stinking so far. Calgary's clearly a better team. Uh, Calgary's legit. Um, So, do you guys have anything to say how this has gone so far? Um, Or is just, let's mull this over. This is just a beating. We don't need to talk about it too much.
1: There's not much to say. It's a beating.
0: I'm
2: just sorry, John.
0: It's a regression sure to I the mean. It's a regression right, Mike, to the mean. Let's talk about like Malik Henry, though, for the Stampeders. He's legit. He's Balling got an 89-yard touchdown in this game. Um, unfortunately, my friend Reggie Bagleton uh, has no receptions. So This is looking possibly like the second straight week that one of my fantasy receivers has no receptions. Yeah,
1: Calgary's right. going to give the ball to Kadeem Carey for – Probably the rest of the game. Which that could be
0: that could work out in my favor. That, so um,
1: so I would think you should pin your hopes on that.
0: Um, but uh, let's move on to an exciting game, which is going to be Ottawa at Saskatchewan. Uh, I will start.
1: I already I know have, who you're going to pick. What? I already know who you're going to pick.
0: <laughs> I know we already all know, but I am picking the Ottawa Red Blacks. The most obvious. Point, um, I think, the, no secret, their big issue has been scoring the ball. Uh, only four touchdowns on the season so far. Um, and unfortunately, this doesn't help. They've In their first three games, they faced the league's two best defenses, and now they face the league's third best defense. Uh, so life is getting easier for them, but only barely. Um, and I've noted here that I don't think the CFL schedule maker is going to get a Christmas card. From Ottawa this year um, but I like them to have a breakthrough here score the ball uh, again they were competitive against BC they've been competitive in all their games I think that um, the Rough Riders uh, if they start the game like they have all other all these past four weeks uh, where they're slow I think Ottawa could jump on them um, so I've got the Red Blacks
1: well, t press who do you got i'm gonna disagree saskatchewan at home i think that i i i feel like i do this a lot with saskatchewan i really hope that second half was a turn turn the page let's be better i know they're three and one i mean it's it's, they're, they're they're not having a bad season but they haven't looked good kind of lipstick on a pig situation um they really, they really need to keep winning at home. I really think they're gonna to need to win uh, almost all their home games. Uh, Cause I, I just, I think they're gonna struggle away from home all season. Uh, I do think they continue to win home games. Um, Ottawa is 0-3, Saskatchewan at least finds ways to win games that are close, yes. or games where they're not playing great. Um, which is I guess a testament to, you know, the, 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 the rough riders that they can find ways to win games when they're really not at their best. Uh, and players that they're sort of expecting to do play better or not. I won't name names, but we know who I'm talking about. Um, So I think Ottawa is just a team that just can't quite win games, and I don't think this is the game. Again, like the the game that uh, we were waiting for Edmonton's first win, like Hamilton was the right opponent at the right time. I don't think for Ottawa, I think it's not the right opponent at the right time. They do play Hamilton next week. Might be the right opponent at the right time.
0: Fair enough.
2: Well, now that Tyler's made all of those great points, I'd like to go back to what John was saying. Yes. Uh, because I yes. will be picking the Ottawa Red Blacks uh, to get their first win of the season. Um, I th- Like we've talked before, Ottawa is... I mean, they're 0-3, but they're not Hamilton and Edmond, Edmonton 0-3. They're a quality team with weapons... Um, and I, I hate going against the Magic at Mosaic. It pains me. But uh, I do think that the Red Blacks are going to get it done. They're going to find a way to get it done late. Um, and it's going to it's gonna be a tough loss for Sketch. Sorry, Tyler. Not a tough no, loss this is, for No, this is
1: good. I'm glad that I can climb over you in the Pred rankings this week. Yes. Well, depending yes. on what um, your pick is for the next game. But,
2: but, yes, I think the Red Blacks will be getting it
0: done. One thing I Raiders. would... Like, I mean... This is, I will say, like, this is a pick of hope and, like, uh, excitement more so than a pick of, like, uh, mass confidence. Need some Masoli action. Mm -hmm. Like, we obviously, I think Jeremiah Masoli had uh, just a really poor, poor game this past week against BC, so he needs to step it up. Um, And if you look at the stats, the one thing that I look out for um, is Ottawa's rush defense. Currently, they're giving up the third most rush yards per game in the CFL uh, Jamal, Jamal Moore is pretty good Jamal Moore is very good Got him on so my that would be team. like that would be something I'd be a little bit concerned about so something to keep a look on a look out um for this week but despite that I'm still picking Ottawa because I want them to win and that's what matters and Absolutely. Matt is picking the Riders uh as well so he may uh, get one back on me uh, after this Elks game uh, and finally, guys, we have the game of the year so far: Winnipeg at BC.
1: I do like game of the year so far. Can you can you tweet that with the, with the parentheses game of on the so year far?
0: So far, yeah. I tweeted that uh, uh, the Rod Peterson show ran a poll, which was like, "What's the CFL game of the week?" And like, it was far from like for it was i gotta pull you, it up here it wasn't a hundred percent BC it wasn't hundred percent <laughs> it was ridiculous it was like it was like bc and winnipeg only won 63 percent of the vote
1: what well, were the other votes for ottawa saskatchewan obviously Saskatchewan. saskatchewan. A, was i love i love i love how much of the homers they are
0: calgary at edmonton 22 percent ottawa at uh saskatchewan yeah just homer homer fans and I I, and I saw I tweeted, I was like, it should be said that anybody who didn't vote for Winnipeg at BC should lose their voting privileges. Yeah. Because you don't know what you're talking about. Um, Peter, kick us off with your pick and why.
2: I said I, uh, I wouldn't do it until they showed me different and lost a yes. game. But yes. what they showed me uh, last week is that Winnipeg, Winnipeg can can collapse and fall just like the rest of the, these teams. Yes, and with de- an offense that is go 100% going to be the biggest test for Winnipeg's defense, yep. Nathan Rourke yep. and the boys yes. are going to get it done against the defending and undefeated Grey Cup champion, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Um, take the first spot in the West... Uh, and establish themselves as the best team in the league.
1: Love it. I'm going to say this is even like the most important game. Forget like game of this early season. or not. It's like the first game with some magnitude to it. it's I would say that's what the CFL has been lacking. It's just well, so a, g- a let game. Because yeah.
0: I agree. We've had games already this year, and I think we're going to have a lot of games, which are teams need a win to save their season. Yeah. But we've yet to yeah have this is a time for somebody to take command with a win oh Say, so we're excited. taking the lead in the season with a win which uh is what makes sports awesome so yeah i agree this is this has some damn magnitude to it no this has out.
1: like some some star wars vibes for me if winnipeg just goes and wins it's gonna feel like <sighs> The it's empire real, it's gonna feel like evil empire like when are they ever going to lose and now i will stand by what i said i do think that they lose a lot of games in the second half of the season because i think teams see see what they are this year and there's not they're not as complex and deep um and, and they find a way in the second games but it could get a vibe in early in the season you know six seven weeks in the season that just fuck, winnipeg just doesn't lose games now i will say winnipeg has a tough stretch now they gotta they gotta play calgary next week so you know things don't get easy for winnipeg I am picking the BC Lions, that all that being said, though. It's a home game, which was a big factor for me. They've played, you know, again, they've only played one road game and two home games, but they've looked much better in the home games, especially the defense. Um, and I do think that the Winnipeg offense is still regressed, doesn't yeah. score enough points. I really think that to beat BC, you are got to put up 30 minimum, and I don't know if Winnipeg's put up 30 yet this season.
0: No, so that's exactly my thing. I'm taking B.C. Matt is taking B.C. The big story, I'm sure you would agree, the story that's being pushed is obviously B.C.'s offense versus Winnipeg's defense. Right? You got most points scored versus fewest points allowed per game. Writes itself. But I think what decides this... Is I think Winnipeg's offense is going to get smothered
1: by BC's defense. I know, you say smothered, but they're gonna. I think they're gonna score what they normally score. Right now, they 15, average twenty tr- points. They they, they they, are, they I, average twenty two points a game, and I think that's about what they're gonna score. I think BC's that's I think that's what they are
0: sixteen point three points a game. I see BC, I see BC truly smothering them. I uh,
1: see triple. Yes, I see. I see. Yes. I, I see a. I see, so I I see a, a twenty-two to decided. thirty game. I cool. think BC's. I like. Hard. No,
2: dude. I think,
0: I think BC's gonna gonna get it done, man. Yeah, I
1: think, I think I BC did. only needs four touchdowns.
0: <clears throat> yeah, no, Excuse I. Would, so that's like. I think this is gonna be. I just. I want to see a situation where BC goes up fourteen nothing in the first quarter. How Does is? It? how is yeah. winnipeg gonna play because i think that's super super like reasonable and realistic is for bc to jump out they've had nice fast starts in a
1: lot of their games um james butler's fun. gonna get find holes in that defense because i think it unlike other really to to all of our points though like quarterback play in the league even last year there hasn't been somebody who's like, oh, I'm like, you know, going to the game, you're like terrified of their quarterback play. I mean, Zach Caleros is the best quarterback in the CFL, but I don't really think teams were like terrified of Zach Kalaros last year. The BZ offense is kind of, you have to to give it more respect than defenses. I think that Winnipeg got good at defense at the right time when there really wasn't elite quarterback play and elite offenses dominating the CFL. I think BC might be one of those offenses, and I think that it totally changes winnipeg situation where they're they they can not just you know pin their ears back and run because nathan moore can run too
0: yes he can uh, he and creates he a whole he, they have a quick passing game they utilize james butler out of the backfield like yeah. I, we talk about it all the time this is one of our favorites, like i think bc has the tools to mitigate that uh pass rush mm-hmm. for winnipeg where they're going to drop it off they're going to do quick dinks and dunks uh, they, the outside get it to their lucky whitehead lucky well hopefully he plays i know yeah. he's dealing with a little bit of an injury uh, but he, he wants to, to play
1: this game come on they, i think but that, no. it, yeah.
0: bc does what every game what
2: every team should do against winnipeg if that made any sense to you guys like they just play solid they get just, it done just get the ball out they of block well they get rid of quickly. the ball quickly yeah. yeah get eight yards
0: yep get eight whole yards that is it i completely agree i completely agree and for those reasons Also, in which, I've said it before, it doesn't even need to be said, but it's because I want this to happen. I need it. I need it. I don't want Winnipeg to be... If Winnipeg somehow stymies BC and wins on a fluke play, or just an ugly mucks it up game, we may shut down the pod.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. But,
0: uh, But, yes, for those reasons, BC... Is our pick so as tyler hinted at earlier we are going to do a little bit of power rankings talk let's, um, let's first take a look i can do that. some fantasy can we break yeah, it up
1: and can we break it up into thirds and start at the back three that we we're we gonna, look, we're gonna go to do forward. fantasy first
2: i okay. got so i don't i'm not going to be able to hit you guys with the uh weekly leaders for each team but what i can i, pre- I can do that peter you can
0: i came prepared Oh, dog! Good for you. I came prepared. All um, right, for, go for it, dog. For Matt, uh, well, let's just start with who finished in last place this week, which was Matt. He only he only managed fifty seven point one points. Uh, he had a strong showing again from the Winnipeg defense, who got him fifteen points. <sighs> That's um, in second place was Peter Boylow at 72.6. No, 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 no. You were second, dog. I had 83.8. Oh, sorry, in third place. I'm speaking second from the last. You should have known that. Yes, I should have. You're right. (laughs) Um, In third place was Peter, 72.6 points. Uh, His leader was Brandon Banks, who had 20.5 points on the week. I was in second, uh, 83.1 points. Now, despite having zero points from Duke Williams, uh, I had a really strong showing from my boy Nathan Rourke, who had thirty-three point one points. And then finally, probably
2: the best free agent move
0: in yeah. predictions just, and until this Missouri. until this until this
1: next one he brings up. Thank
0: God we are all haters to begin the season. Uh, what in the world were we thinking? We were just haters. It's okay. <sighs>
1: well, what's that funny is, is you, best, you guys, you guys, you got. You, but the thing is, you weren't haters. You thought he was going to be the the. Yeah, rookie, you're right.
0: The rookie. Uh, Rookie of the year. MOC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's not Rookie of the Year. Since Yo, MOC. It. Yeah, oh, you yeah. guys called, MOC. you guys said MOC. Tyler so, here. So. Before we get into that, Tyler, uh, he won the week with 95 points. Nice. Uh, James Butler, 29.9 points. Uh, turning out to be a pretty, pretty sweet uh, pickup for Old T Press. Uh, and so, after four weeks, it's the board is tight. tight.
1: Tighter than it's ever been.
0: 19 what is that 19.4 Four points six, six yeah. points separate fourth from first i am still in the basement at 25 or 200 you could just as easily be in
1: first next week
0: exactly well wow. i don't know after this game i've got two receivers that have barely caught the ball so that's not looking very good for your boy um matt is in second or third place peter's in second uh, and t press with a huge 95-point week, is in first.
1: Highest-scoring week of the season for any team.
0: Yes, indeed. That is correct. That is correct. Pretty strong showing. So, with that said. Especially after a 34-point week, T-Press. Yeah. That's a comeback.
1: Changed the lineup big time last week.
2: Good. Love to see the GM moves. With
0: that being said, we are going to talk power rankings. And, Tyler, we can split it up as you asked.
1: Yeah, let's go let's bottom worst. Let's go worst to first and uh, or actually you know what? It's more honestly they're pretty same top three. So I actually think we should start at the front and move back. The most we got th- more to argue at the back end. Yeah, so let's uh yeah, let's go through our one through threes. Do you want to give Matt's so, first because he's not here?
0: Yes, I can do that. Matt's top three. Bob from three. first to third, no, he's three. got BC Winnipeg Calgary. John has BC Winnipeg Calgary. Peter has bc winnipeg calgary tyler press because he's a contrarian has winnipeg bc calgary I, i'm so not tyler, a contrarian you think winnipeg through four weeks has looked like the best team in the cfl let
1: me listen respect needs to go where respect is due it's a fair point it's a fair point point. and winnipeg hasn't lost a game yeah i can't even remember the last game they lost and that's the point you know what they've been doing this longer than all these other teams they are wow. the only 4-0 and team in the league so they haven't you know they haven't had an off week since the season started right. give credit where credit is due they are four i 4-0. thought this was the
0: 2022 power rankings okay well they're, four, well they're four well they're, <laughs> they're know, four well they're
1: they're four and i don't have to, i don't i can't believe i have to explain that a team that's four 0 is number one they're they're four they're four no defending great cup champions that's it i did pick bc this week that being said so you know you know i don't know if that's hypocritical of me but currently at 4-0 and defending great cup no, champions giving the champs some respect i think that makes sense i and i understand why you guys didn't i understand bc is looks sex they are a sexy looking team right now very much so in calgary is where in Calgary's where they should be they're 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 you know a notch below those teams yeah cal but calgary is But it's not a slight on them it's just that those two teams are just better
0: so, this is actually maybe a good time to pick this up. By the way, we're in the middle of a severe weather delay uh, in Edmonton. Might save so, the Elks, maybe. Let's see. Yeah, maybe a rain delay comeback. So, all right. Calgary, I, we all have as third, and we actually all have the Rough Riders at four on our power rankings. Mm hmm. Right now, here's something interesting. I know it's super early in the season, and teams really should be focusing on just winning games, and they are because they think normally. But me here, <laughs> armchair quarterbacking, wouldn't you rather be fourth in the West at the end of the season Ooh. and go over and play in the East? Because oh. I think at this point, we're, it, it seems a foregone conclusion that we're going to have a crossover from East to West. Yeah. There's a lot of football to be played. There's a lot of football to be played. But I know. My goodness. I, that has that started creeping into my brain with the disarray that is the East. So, we could, because you mentioned it earlier, Tyler, with the Rough Riders, you know, they want a home, home playoff game, get second. Sure, that's ideal. But if you can't get a home playoff game, wouldn't you rather take it through the Eastern Conference? Yeah. Um, just something, just planting that seed. This is something worth thinking about, guys.
2: I, well... Yeah, I think I think that's an interesting point because, I I mean I I'm guilty of it just as much as John and Matt are of critiquing Saskatchewan at any given moment. Yes, Um that's where But Saskatchewan could jump into third. It's not like Calgary is no nope. uh, immune to any you know sort of uh, not collapse but poor play. We've seen that from time to time from Calgary. So yeah, that's that's a
0: uh, could uh, could impact some stuff. So now we'll get into the interesting part of the power rankings. Fifth through ninth. And really what this says is, what do you think about the Eastern Conference right now? (laughs) They've won a total of two games. Two teams are winless. Two teams have won one game. um, Matt, his power rankings go from 5th to ninth: Ottawa, Hamilton, Edmonton, Toronto, Montreal. Which, I want to point out, I wish he was here to defend himself. That is the most Hamilton insane, is so high. It is the most insane power ranking I've ever seen. The to two have teams Hamilton, with no wins sorry. Hamilton at 6th. I don't think Matt teams likes... Teams I don't no think wins.
2: Matt likes Montreal very much. Two, the, the, the I don't team, two, no, dude. No. No, no. That man is wild for that. He's going to be reviewing
0: that. That's why... When he uh, edits this pod, I hope <laughs> he. I have it. Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Edmonton, Hamilton. Tyler Press has it. Toronto, Montreal, Edmonton, Ottawa, Hamilton. Peter Boilo has it. Montreal, Toronto, Ottawa, Edmonton, Hamilton. Okay. I think it seems. I think it seems. Obvious that Hamilton is last in the power rankings, yeah, not simply Absolutely. because they got beat by Edmonton. Um, they just are a team in absolute turmoil. They're in in terms of their again the turnovers, the turnovers, fifth team off the turnovers, most turnovers in the CFL. It's that that you cannot win games like that. They so, and not man. only are they're they you know. Kind of had the, the way they've lost as well. Obviously, the Calgary loss, which they just blow a massive lead. They lose to Edmonton because they give up a fumble return for a touchdown late. They kind of get grinded out uh, by Saskatchewan to start the season. There's just been nothing really inspiring about the Ticats' play so far this year. Um, and as we talked about, they've been just coming up short when it comes to expectations. Which is the real reason why I them last? It's like I expected so much more out of this team. I predicted them to be in the Grey Cup, and they are just stinking it up right now.
2: I, I, th- it, what I will say about Hamilton though, and just like if, if there's any Hamilton fans listening, um, huh. the, the language we have around Hamilton is very much different from what we had of the Ottawa team last year. Oh yeah, where it's it not- was like where. Even though Hamilton is winless, not everything is lost. Whereas last year we saw Ottawa step onto the field and was like, "All right, well, that's like a... Chalk it up as another L." They um, tried. I've they got, got way them. more they faith tried. in
0: Hamilton than I do Edmonton. Oh. Which what? is why this loss was so bad. I don't know about that. But... Oh, I do, dude. Yeah.
1: It's why it's Edmonton.
0: why this loss was so bad, man. Oh, dude. It kills so, you. I. I oh. Hamilton is, for us three talking here. For sure last in the east
1: i do think that but they also at this on the same at the same point like i i think they have they're the team that one of the teams that would least surprise me if they do figure it out and yeah and, got by, and, and by and by seasons end are you know first or second in the east yeah dude they've got the opportunity that <laughs> they, they this is like they, do. Do, they get they get tyler. all win tyler, tyler you
0: have ottawa as your eighth place team in the power rankings yeah explain yourself
1: they are an oh and three team and i know they've been close and i can respect that but i i i just can i refuse to put them over teams that have won games even as ugly as toronto's win was even as yeah. uh you know montreal's win i i just have to the teams that have won games and at yeah. least showed See, me they can finish a game with a win yeah. yes. i have to put i have to put them ahead and that's just. This, these are the early power rankings. So, you know, they're 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 going to change wildly when we do this oh, the, for the second time. But but I, I have to give credit for victories. I can't give I can't over attribute you know playing well but losing because Ottawa played a lot hard a lot of games last year. Now they weren't always close, but they played hard last year too and didn't win games. It's different this season. But you got to win games before I start moving up the power rankings. Well, but I will say,
0: so. My argument against that is that wins and losses are for what standings are that's yeah if you if that's what you're going to put the most weight into then you just have your standings and there's no point in power rankings but for there me, is two divisions so there you is a point do in power, power rankings to say okay which team do you have the most faith in which team do you think is better and i think ottawa who has had by far the hardest schedule in the cfl so far which they continue that this week by far has shown me Way more. Way more, and that's and that's why Toronto. and that's why you
1: credit them. No, right that's exactly.
0: That I'm just giving my reasoning versus yours. No, I, I, I put I, value I, into strength yeah. for power rankings. Strength of schedule has to matter, in my opinion. That's that's
1: fine. But Hamilton's also played a tough schedule and played good teams. Yeah, I guy that they lost to the Alex is is isn't, an, and it's why they're last, and it's yes. why I put Ottawa above them, because um, they have ugly losses on their schedule. Um, but, you know, those Ottawa games, even though they, you know, took the lead against BC and even though they played against Winnipeg, well, I never really thought they'd finish those games out. with Well, the certainly.
0: No, they, they have issues.
1: Um, you know, the quarterback play has been, eh? Uh, and, a- uh, and then
0: finally, we'll just talk about, Ty, I have Montreal... Um, and Ottawa above Toronto, but Tyler, you have Toronto um, as your top team in yep. the East. So do you, uh, what, do you just think that their their got, got
1: their defense has come to play against yes. against teams? That, I, it's hard to judge defense against BC to this point, and because that's almost like an exception. But in the two games they haven't played BC, the defense has brought their lunch pail and kept them in games. One of them they won on a miss, the shitty miss field goal. One of them they lost on a shitty miss extra point. So the defense can keep them in games, and MBT looked a little, a lot better in the second half, the last game against against what we all agree is the best defense in the league. Um, so for me, I, where you see a lot of hope in Ottawa, I have the kind of that it's the kind of hope I have with Toronto and the fact that they've won a game. Fair. So I just feel more confident when Toronto takes the field that they that they can hang the hat on the defense a little bit. And that the offense has time to get into the game. That didn't happen against BC, but it did against Montreal and it did against Winnipeg. Um, so, yeah, t- Toronto's got Toronto's got an interesting game. Saskatchewan at home is an interesting game. I, I really, uh, I really think that. Uh, I really next want next week. That that's what I'm looking for. Well, they don't play this week, so yes, I'm really looking forward to seeing what how they can play. Uh, they played the best team or one of the best teams in the West. They're going to play another one of the best teams in the West. Although all the teams in the West are pretty much the best teams in the West. That's- yeah uh so uh i want to see them against but but yeah toronto uh I, I, I yes they're the ones they're the ones i feel most confident at this point that can win the east
0: all right fair enough that well that will be our last note of the week yeah we're gonna get out of here if you want to dm us send uh, a dm on twitter to at shups and preds we will love to respond to it questions suggestions leave a uh review Wherever you're listening. Five stars only. Five stars only. Anything else will be considered rude. Um, And uh, thanks for listening to another week of the Shups and Peds podcast. Uh, We're going to go all eat dinner uh, and then enjoy. I'm going to bed. After some sort of weather delay, uh, the end of this Edmonton-Calgary game. So peace out, guys. And we'll talk to you next week.